Hey, strangers. Welcome to another episode of The Strange Sessions. I am Kurt, and with me is my cold and vinegary smelling co-host. <laughs> it's all your fault. I know. I got you hooked on this stuff. You did. Krista. That's my name. Krista. <laughs> Hi, Krista. Hey, Kurt. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm cold and vinegary, yeah. apparently. <laughs> it's freezing. It's like 25 degrees outside right now. Yeah, it's officially winter here. We got two space heaters going in mm-hmm. our studio because I think we could turn the heat on in the building if we wanted to. But yeah, why heat the whole school when yeah. it's Although, just us? There are some other people. Yeah, here. we planned on kind of doing an investigation again after this one, but there's people in one of the other rooms doing God knows what. <laughs> I just ran into one of the guys when I was coming out of the bathroom. Yeah, I did too, and it was awkward. So. Yeah, because he thought it was me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but no, yeah. the vinegar the vinegar stuff is because I got Krista hooked on this uh, Bragg Organic Apple Cider Vinegar. It's amazing. All-natural apple cinnamon drink. Yeah, it's delicious. And it sounds gross, but it's actually really, really good. They make other ones that aren't They're quite... not as good. No. No. So we, no. we highly recommend it. And if they want to sponsor us, hey. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, that leads us into something else that we kind of want to talk about for next season. We're talking about doing a couple different things that I don't want to say stealing. I'll say we're doing tributes to other podcasts. There you go. Tribute sounds That's better. A nicer way of saying it. Uh, like once or twice, maybe three times during the season, we want to do a a format of the episode like the podcast My Favorite Murder. Uh, do you want to describe that for people that haven't? Well, they yeah, My Favorite Murder. <laughs> That is kind of a funny title, if you ask me. Um, but they basically each come to the table with a murder that they read about or yeah. or knew about already, and they describe what happened. Yeah, two different two girls. Yeah. Uh, so it's Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. Love those guys. They have a really good uh, repertoire with each other. They're they the swear banters. a lot. They yeah, they do swear. Wow, they swear a F-bombs. lot on it. F bombs, but they're really funny. Serious and when they need to be, but funny when they They go they into it be. without the other one knowing what murder the other yeah. one's going to talk about. So they're like in suspense the whole yeah. time, and it's awesome. So we're going to kind of, we're gonna steal that for one or two or maybe more episodes yeah. where Chris and I will each pick a murder we're kind of really fascinated with and talk about it. Yeah. And other podcasts, uh, one that I know in particular is the one that I've been binging lately is sofa king podcast i still haven't listened to that but it's on my podcast i'm just listening like episode after episode after episode and they do a thing where like their listeners send them their like their thing is whiskey or scotch uh their viewers send them like bottles of whiskey to try and they sample it during the that's a little too hardcore for me (laughs) yeah we're not gonna do so much whiskey you know it like so what chris and i plan on doing is like if you guys see something in a store that you'd want us to try on the episode, we'll try that. If yeah. you want to send us something, we should get a post office box someday. Yeah, yeah. But for the for those of you that I know in person, if you see something interesting that you would like Krista and I to try, get two of them, bring them to me. If you see me at work or at home or on the street, on the street. <laughs> just at the stoplight, yeah, give us. It could be beer, it could be soda, it could be a some snack, wacky candy that some you saw. wacky candy. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to do that tonight a little bit. We'll yeah. get into that more as we get closer to it. Mm-hmm. But that's, those are some of the things that we're thinking about doing for next season. We'd like to have some guests as well. Yeah, I we think we have know guests. enough people who have interest in the paranormal yeah. and experiences who should get their butts on here. And Rhonda, Brittany, Devin, Mark, I'm talking to you. That's even if you don't family. have an interest and you want to sit in, we could use you as a third yeah. host. I mean, you can discuss what you think about what we're talking about. 
you know, like Krista, a lot of times if I'm doing the research, she doesn't know what I'm going to be talking if about. If you're doing the research, well. <laughs> I literally do no research. You did the more Murray show. episode. I repeat, I literally do no research <laughs> for this show. So you could just come here and just respond to whatever we're yeah. saying. You know, you don't it's have to be conversational. You don't yeah, have to, you don't be, have to be well versed in anything. Totally. Um, do you have any housekeeping or anything? I don't think I do, actually. Uh, oh, I, actually, I have an apology. Oh, boy. <laughs> the last episode of Paranormal Palaver, I said that this was going to be our season finale and I was <laughs> totally wrong. So for those of you who listen to Paranormal Palaver, this is not the season finale. We have one more episode after this coming. That I wonder how many. Oops on my I wonder part. how many of our listeners listen to both. I don't know. Uh, one thing that we're going to do is... Maybe nobody. Next season, <laughs> we're going to... Uh, Strange Sessions is going to get away from talking about current news, paranormal stuff. Except for today's episode. Except for today's episode. <laughs> today's episode it's is different. All news. Yeah. But next season, we're going to get away from doing the what's in the news, anything like that. That is going to go to Paranormal Palaver. Yeah. They're going to do that, and we're going to stick more with the... Topics. The topic format. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything that happens that is directly like or directly pertains to a topic that we've talked about, we'll discuss that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the new stuff is going to go to Paranormal Palaver. And speaking of a recent news story that kind of has to do with what we've talked about, I believe both Sarah and Sophie sent me the article about... Andrei Emelianikov, a student in Moscow. <gasps> Did you oh, see that? Yes, this is horrifying. Yeah. A student in Moscow, he stuck a knife in his teacher's throat, killed him, took a selfie with him standing over the dead body, and proceeded to kill himself with a circular saw. A circular, a circular saw. saw. I saw like they posted like stills of the I saw the, pictures, the picture like, where, but it was pixelated. Out. Yeah, yeah, and then him could... holding the saw. I didn't see the picture of him holding the saw. Yeah, there was a picture of him holding the saw, like smiling. Obviously, he wasn't doing anything with it yet, but that is a ho- that is horrifying. Yeah, because they had the body. You could see the body in the background, but yeah, it was pixelated. Yeah, it was all pixelated. How deranged do you know, have to be to do something like that? But according to articles we read, uh, the article stated that detectives believe this was some kind of game reminiscent of the Blue Whale game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said the game theory is the main version that the investigators came up with. So that is messed up yeah because you're not supposed to hurt other people no but i can see i could see i could see sickos out there starting it where Mm -hmm. now you're gonna maybe get points depending on how many people you kill before you kill yourself i mean that's it sucks to say that but i could totally see that happening absolutely and it'll all be on facebook live because that's what people do now and that article you know more people are finding out about this and that's going to get more people to know about the blue whale game which which is both good and bad Mm -hmm. you know depending on Right. Yeah. Who it's exposed to yeah, and what their disposition on who it's exposed is. to. So that's <sighs> crazy. That is such a crazy story. Yeah, that gave me the chills when I read that. Yeah. So that's horrifying. At least he didn't kill the teacher with the circular saw because yeah, that would have been really bad. Stabbed the teacher in the throat. Yeah, that's geez. you know. Yeah, that's crazy. And then took a selfie. Yeah. The day we, the day and age that we live in now, when people take selfies. No, and more people that are not are gonna, are gonna see this and then decide maybe they should do oh, it themselves. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Sophie and Sarah, for sending me that, even though I kind of wish I hadn't seen <laughs> right, it. Right, you can't unread that. 
And I'd like to give a shout out. I, we mentioned her, but I don't think we gave her an official shout out. I'd like to give a shout out to Becky Rutherford. She she's actually quite active in our Strangers yeah. Facebook group. So do you know her? I don't know person? her in person. Oh, I believe okay. I met her on the Thinking in the Thinking Sideways Facebook page. Oh, okay. And she just seemed like a really cool person. Yeah. And she lives in Minnesota, but she was born and raised in Wisconsin. Nice. So Ascani. automatically makes her cool. Yeah, of course. I wonder if she's got an accent. I don't have an accent. Uh, yeah. I've been hearing from <laughs> oh, a lot of people okay. that we both have accents. Oh, no, they're crazy. I try to not I try to minimize mine. How do you but I think do once that? I'm once you get animated once I get animated yeah. and get talking, you know, I just don't up. want to throw an in so in there. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Yeah, hey. <laughs> or there at every sentence. Hey there. Yeah there. Hey. Or cripes. <laughs> oh, I never say cripes. I never say cripes either. It's weird. <laughs> Do you have any shout outs? Weirdos do that. No, I don't have any shout outs. No oh, good. Krista says the hell with you. Yeah. Screw you. <laughs> uh, one thing we're going to do today. I remember it was a couple weeks ago. I bought these the bean boozled jelly beans, the jelly belly jelly beans mm-hmm. where there's, you know, the different jelly beans in there. And depending on what color you get, it's either going to be really good or really nasty. Really disgusting. It reminds uh, me of Harry Potter. They're like the Harry Potter jelly yeah. beans. I've had these before and... Some of the bad ones I really actually kind of liked. <laughs> the toothpaste one I liked because it just tasted like mint. like mint. I actually really liked the lawn clipping, the lawn clippings <laughs> one because it tasted like you're eating grass. Okay. And I strangely really liked the skunk flavor. The skunk flavor? There's a skunk flavor. There's not in this one. They got okay. rid of the skunk flavor for some of these new ones. Okay. So tonight we have 10 different news stories from this previous year that we're going to talk about. The year and weird. Yeah. This was actually suggested by Sophie. Cool. So... Sophie nice. Ray, she's a very good friend of mine, and she actually text messaged me and suggested this, and, and I was a like, big "Wow!" Contributor to the strangers, yeah, so. she's a very good, awesome, good contributor. I believe she contributed a story that we're going to share next week as well. Yeah, I really want to get her here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about next year coming here. Oh, that I think awesome. her and her husband Adam and their friend Amy. Very cool. I've met Sophie and Amy, so I'd like to have them sit here, sit in on a episode. Awesome. So that would be cool. But thank you for suggesting this, Sophie. So yeah, yeah today we are going to be talking about the year in Strange, and these are not, you know, they're not like the wacky news stories. These are kind of ones that delve into stuff that we talk about on here. Not cool. like the one that just happened here in Wisconsin with the lady that had her kid on the what was it? A, pool on the yeah a um, kid swimming pool on the yeah top she of had her van she had her son in the i to don't weigh know it down? I, I, yeah to weigh it down while she was driving and i'm i probably gonna get flack for this but i personally don't think that's that big of a deal <laughs> i mean that seriously sounds <laughs> like something my dad was driving it sounds like something my dad would have had me do in the 70s if we were driving a short distance except my dad probably would have had a beer in his hand while he was driving <laughs> right. i just don't think and i mean the, the kid was okay mm-hmm. i just how don't how old was the kid i'm not sure mm. i'm not sure i, I need just, more information before i pass judgment on this woman no and, and before then, i look down and then on it's her. all over facebook and you have everybody <laughs> commenting what an idiot yeah. and they should throw her in jail for life and i don't think it was that big of a deal okay i mean if she was driving from like wisconsin to texas and had him on the the roof the whole way yeah yeah, on the freeway yeah that would be different but i mean if she was just going a little distance what the heck (laughs) (laughs) never hurt anybody a little roof surfing never hurt anybody i'm sure i'm gonna get hate mail for that (laughs) i'd be happy to just get some mail (laughs) from anybody (laughs) who listens to the show oh and yeah uh 
we're actually recording our next episode next week because the week after is Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so we we're not dedicated, that dedicated. So. No. I want <laughs> Turkey I want is so and much gravy. more important than this podcast. It is. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second, but yeah. not so much turkey, but the stuffing and mashed potatoes. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm more of a sides person. So some of my friends that have told me that they're going to submit stuff, we're gonna, I'm going to be hitting you up for sure very soon to get some of your stories. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to hear stories. I'm excited too. So that will be our season finale. We're going to take a break over the holidays and we will reconvene probably in January. Yeah. Or Feb- February. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Or next summer because it's going to be too damn, <laughs> too damn cold. Yeah. Although it's not too bad in here now. It's warming up. Yeah, it's actually warming up. So are we going to try a different one of these jelly bellies for each story? Yeah. Okay. So are we starting right we're now? We're going to start. Take, take a color and I'll take the same color and so, we'll... We'll see. Okay, we're taking the blue ones. Oh, blue. They're tealish blue. Like this greenish. is going to either be toothpaste it. or <laughs> berry blue. Okay. You got toothpaste, don't you? I don't know. All right. Ready? Pop it in. Go. I got toothpaste, but it's... it's oh, it's toothpaste. It's not wow, bad. Wow, it tastes it's like really, toothpaste. <laughs> it does. It's really minty, but it's not bad. It's not bad. No. It tastes like we put toothpaste in our mouths every day. Compared to some of these other flavors we're probably wow, going to be really eating. Like it's, yeah, it does. Compared to some of these other flavors, this one is a walk in the park. Mm. I can't wait to wash this toothpaste down with vinegary <laughs> apple cider cinnamon. So this isn't technically on our 10 stories list, but this is easily number one for the news in strange in 2017 and that is the debut of the strange sessions mm. oh, yeah that is oh, yeah that is us i'd like to think that our more murray episode like rekindled the whole more murray investigation and got oh, the sure. oxygen they're like we we need <laughs> we got, to do better than yeah, these anybody guys. can do better than that <laughs> so yeah our podcast started this year i did which this- is something that i did not expect or plan on doing mm-hmm. but it's been a blast it really has so i want to go through our just really quick i want to we did this on paranormal palaver where mm-hmm. we mentioned our episodes and yeah. just talked about it a little bit what we sure. thought of that episode so i'd like to do that year in review Let's so the it. year in review on the strange sessions episode number one the blue whale the blue whale yep and you guys just kind of covered that on paranormal palaver we did yep that was our first one, and we got some flack from people because we didn't really introduce ourselves. Yeah. We just kind of jumped Sorry. in, and we're like, hey, I'm Kurt, and this is Krista. This <laughs> is the blue, the blue whale. <laughs> you know, people yeah. are like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> yeah. So we really should Oops. have introduced ourselves, but we didn't. Well, but now you should know us, so. But I was also nervous as hell in that episode. Were you? Really? Yes. Yeah. It seriously took me to like three or four episodes before I was comfortable doing oh. this. I didn't notice. Well, thank you. And I guess I've been doing it for... Well over a year now, so yeah, I... Yeah, but it's weird when you start doing this. It is. You know. Our first episode was nerve-wracking, that's for sure, on Paranormal Palaver. So. Yeah, it's it's scarier it's than fun, you though. think. But it's fun, yeah. Now yeah. it's like, psh, now it's nothing. Now I look forward to it, but yeah. first episode, I was kind of scared. So thank you, everybody, who started from the beginning and has stuck yes, with thank us you. through this. Episode number two, Paranormal Investigations. Mm-hmm. We had a list of questions from Joel. Oh, that's right, yeah. And... That was good because I don't know if we really had a lot to talk about other than answer those questions. Yeah. I mean, you can go down where you've been and what, what you do seen. on an investigation, yeah. experiences you've had. But I feel like that's kind of the same thing everybody talks about. So it was really cool to have someone who's never been on an investigation ask questions. 
And the main thing about that is that they're really kind of not like they look like on Ghost Hunters. Not or, at all. No. <laughs> no. Everything usually, doesn't happen in a one-hour span of time. It's, no. 99% of it is sitting in the dark with a recorder going, if you're here, can you tell me what your name is? Totally. That's seriously about 99% of ghost hunting. Yeah. And lots of chit-chat and laughing and stuff, too. Yeah. Or stomach gurgling. There's that, too. Episode three, reality. Mm. I love this episode. So we that, just recapped this episode on um, Paranormal Palabra awesome. as well. I'm yeah. excited to hear that. Yeah. But yeah, that was one That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that was a good one. I just recently put a poll on yeah. in the Strangers group. I voted on it. I was the first person to vote. Uh, yeah, you were the first person to vote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was kind of surprised by ones that people liked. A lot of people really liked our last episode, The Grinning Man, and I personally thought that was our weakest episode really? of the season. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I didn't think it was as, missing. Four one one. Yeah, be up there. I think that's unanimously people said was our best episode. Yeah. But I really liked the reality episode. I think that stuff is super fascinating. So hopefully yeah. you guys did too. Number four, Elisa Lamb. Mm, I love that topic. I thought that was a good episode. Yeah. Number five, Mothman. Mm-hmm. That was one where I went into it kind of having an idea of what what it was about but now after doing that i'm like way more fascinated by the mothman stuff mm-hmm. and tobias whalen we're still gonna have you yeah on our show hopefully next season yeah that'd be awesome especially since we it would learned be great they're not they in chicago here yeah if they could come here well and, and he said that he could yeah so we'll definitely hook up with him and get that going. and number six missing 411 yes. that was our That's most probably i think my that favorite. was i think that was our best overall episode yeah you know, it's that just, was just such an interesting topic. It was, we have to I, revisit it in season two. It was. More and stories. the way the episode was set up, I think, was really good. I think mm-hmm. everything was done right on that episode. Yeah. That's uh, all you, Kurt. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to open season two with another Missing 411 episode, talk about more stories about that stuff. Episode seven, Shadow People. Oh, that's when Joe joined yeah, us, right? that was That's kind of a favorite of mine, too, because we just bounced around. Mm-hmm. Like crazy in we that digressed. episode. We, uh, we digressed we and then digressed do. from the digressions. <laughs> and that was just, yeah. we were all over the place and we covered so much crap in that episode that mm-hmm. I still love listening to that. Yeah. Joe and I together, I think it's going to be hard to stay on track yeah. <laughs> with stuff because we can just keep veering off. That's very true. Episode eight, Area 51. My that was good a great friend episode. Jamie Bond yes. sat in with us, and that was a really good episode. I think that was a couple people said that was their favorite episode, and yeah. I was really happy with that one. And I'm still just super excited about the music he did for the podcast. Too. Oh, thank you I so much, Jamie. Yeah. I really love that. And I, so many people are starting to really, really associate that piece of music with oh, the that's show. Awesome. So, yeah, I knew he was going to do a good job when he asked me if, if he could do, but. He blew me away with yeah, how good he did. exactly what I would have wanted. So, so thank you, Jamie. So yeah, I think that was one of our best episodes. And then that leads in episode nine, Maura Murray. Which, and we'll just skip to yeah, episode we'll skip 10. That one. I'm over it. I'm <laughs> yeah, seriously kind of over that whole thing. Uh, episode 10, Personal Experiences. That was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to get some of that stuff out there. It was there. mostly you. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like the old creepy old guy thing crawling yeah. out of my bathroom. Well, it's creepy. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. Uh, number 11, the Mandela Effect. That is something Krista and I are both super yeah. fascinated with. It's a really popular talk- it is topic. It's a really popular online topic online as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 12, Empaths. Oh, that's right. That was a good one. A lot of people episode. really liked that one, and a lot of people wanted more information about, really? yeah, okay. about whether or not they could be empaths. And episode 13, The Grinning Man. Yep. More Last people episode. liked that than I expected. I felt like that one could have been better, but... 
I was pretty happy with the way it turned out. Well, and out. I wanted to mention that YouTube video. That's, a lot of people, they, yeah. It's That was cheesy. It was cheesy, but I, I, they could have done so much better with... The the grinning man or the dancing yeah. man wasn't right. No, like, nothing like I said, about that, looked like, that right. looked like a hipster that just left the bar and was <laughs> kind of like, dancing. Yeah, he didn't, look, he didn't look scary. He didn't no. look threatening. No, if it would have had like a CGI grin that was like, way too big. Or a mask would have been scary. Or a mask would have been scary. And yeah. his movements weren't right, but hey, somebody attempted it, and that's cool, yeah. but it's not nearly as terrifying as what I saw in my head, Yeah, which is the truth with anything. That, pretty, that's pretty the much. sign of a good horror movie. When they leave it for you to you know, picture in your mind, it's way scarier than anything they could put on film. Totally agree. But I still kind of like that video, but yeah, he yeah. could have been scarier. Yeah, totally. So yeah. That's and episode 14 is upon us. Episode 14 is upon us. Hopefully this one is good too. We're yeah. going to see. So story number one, time for another jelly bean. Oh, okay. You Which, pick. Oh, I'm going to pick? Okay. Let me go up Oh, boy. <laughs> so is this what or what? This is either going to be buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Oh, I've boy. had the rotten egg one, and it's really bad. I've had a, the popcorn ones in the past. So. Oh, God. And you can't smell it. No. So Ready? give it a try. Yep. I got buttered popcorn. I think I got rotten egg. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It's seriously like biting into a fart. It's it's like biting into a fart. It really is. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, my God. How do you get this out of your mouth? You don't. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad I got buttered popcorn. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I can't even like describe what that tastes like. It's like... No, I can't. I can't describe it. Ugh. <laughs> They did a good job of replicating oh the... God. I've never eaten a rotten egg before, but... Hmm. Hopefully that vinegar knocks it out. Yeah, this will knock anything out. Wow, okay. Okay, these stories aren't in any particular order. I just jotted down 10 of them. Okay. Number one is the rekindling of the Maura Murray case mm -hmm. that happened this year. You know, it's there's there's always been people really interested in the case... But this year, it kind of blew up with the Oxygen show. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm amazed at how many people joined that group, the Facebook, the official <laughs> I didn't Maura know there Murray. was a Facebook group. Oh, yeah. There's a couple different Facebook groups. Okay. But it went up by thousands after the Oxygen sure. show. So that being said, what do you think of the Oxygen series? I think they did a decent job. Um, I feel like the stuff with the cops was still sort of skimmed over. I feel like that was swept under the rug yeah, way too fast. Yeah, I feel fast. like they, they could have said anything and they just were kind of like, oh, okay, you guys are clear. Yeah. Um, I don't think we got really any closer to answers. I think maybe they eliminated I don't think they got any closer to answers, things. but I think they got more people to know about the case. Yeah, and it sounds like they reopened the case, so that's always good. I yeah. mean... That's amazing for her family. And, you know, but with that comes, there was just like a whole big stink in the Facebook group this week that some girl on there said she was at a party that, and she named the guy, she's, I guess Mora was there and she named the guy that killed her. And he had been a member of that Facebook group, but he had never posted anything. And once this happened, he was gone from it. Hmm. So they don't know if he was removed or if he left. But really? yeah, it turned into like a big thing and wow. and it was like forwarded to the this girl. So is this the party that she was supposedly at? I, I don't remember if it was at that, that Fournier's. Same one? Four, 
at that Rick Forcier or whatever his name was. Okay. He's the he's the one that said he saw a figure walking on the road. But he's also one of the bigger suspects in the case. Really? And there's his rumors. His name's not even ringing a bell. That's probably why people criticized us for doing that episode. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he said he saw someone running with a hooded sweatshirt on. Yeah, Rick, Fo- Rick Forcier okay. said he saw someone running with a running or walking with a sweatshirt and this was like months after she disappeared so oh, it was like it wasn't why did that he come night. Oh, okay. no i mean he saw it that night oh, but he didn't come forward for okay. months after yeah and he's been super sketchy about stuff i don't know if you remember they in, did they even mention him on this documentary no because i don't know if you remember in the original trailer for the documentary they were chasing somebody on the highway oh really and it was no, him it was that. him they finally he finally pulled into a like a home depot parking lot and was just being really weird, and he wouldn't sign the release forms in order to be on the show. So that's why they couldn't have him on the show. Wow. But yeah, he's, I missed all that. He's a person of suspect. I see that. You know, there there were theories that he had a party at his house, or somebody else had a party at their house that Mora was at, and things got out of hand, and she was killed. Okay. And this person on, in the group said she named the guy that did it. Things really got out of hand of someone died. Yeah, yeah. Wow, but okay. then there's the, the whole thing with the A-frame house with the closet. Yeah, I with mean, the that's, blood in the closet. With the blood in the closet. And that it was came su- back inconclusive, right? It came back inconclusive. Uh, the last episode of Missing Maura Murray was interesting because while they, I mean, they didn't get into a, a fight, but you could see that Tim and Lance were kind of like, what? Because Maggie and Art kind of downplayed the blood in the closet. And they're like, how can you downplay that there are two different people's blood mm-hmm. on this closet wall. Right. You know, I mean, something happened in that closet. See, I haven't been listening to the... It's. It seemed to me like that new episodes of Missing Maura Murray were just audio from the show. It, it, from it the, wasn't audio from the show, but a lot of it is audio of Tim and Lance doing their Facebook Live after oh. the show was aired. Okay. So it's actually really interesting to listen to. So they thought they played down the blood in the closet, but they got it tested for DNA and... Yeah, but I mean, somebody was bleeding. Two different people were bleeding in that closet. Yeah, Why was this in there? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I can't see somebody cutting their hand and bleeding all over the closet. Like two different people cutting their hands and bleeding all over the closet. Right. It doesn't make sense. No. So I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I liked the documentary. Mm-hmm. I liked that it brought new attention to the case, but I think some things could have done and done better well and i feel like it's like any of those documentaries that there was one about um natalie holloway yeah that went nowhere (laughs) you know they made you think that oh we were gonna find out everything that we need to know and then it went not they never found anything out but maggie the journalist that was in here said basically they didn't think that they were going to solve it but they wanted to bring more attention to it which it did and just judging from the facebook stuff i think that this coming out shows the best and the worst of armchair detectives Mm -hmm. because some of the people in the facebook groups are just terrible yeah 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 and you know i know more eyes on the case is going to help so hopefully something comes out of this i mean i before i die i want to know what happened to her i want to know i i think now that she was picked up and killed by somebody yeah that's what i think too i think it's really the only thing that makes sense i'd like to find find out what happened yeah so Hopefully we will. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll probably have more stuff about this next season. <clears throat> yep. All right. On to the next on disgusting to the next jelly, jelly belly. <laughs> this is 
great audio. I think See that's it? the same one we had. No, no, it's got less speckles. <laughs> less speckles. So what's this one? I'm not sure because I can't tell from <laughs> this which which one this one is. I guess we'll find out. Yep. Oh. Oh, I got popcorn. Oh. This one's popcorn. Yeah. This is a good one. Yep. It tastes like buttered, like movie theater popcorn. Yeah. Mm. And this time I got the rotten egg. <laughs> so we have the chance of oh getting the God. same one twice. Isn't that, that is horrible? horrible. Oh. <laughs> That's going to stay in your mouth oh, for a while. Oh, the taste too. keeps getting worse. Yeah, it builds. Oh, my God. I'm really enjoying this popcorn one. Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh my god it's look like on your sour. face is awesome <laughs> okay i got a drink mm-hmm. wow oh that vinegar doesn't even knock the taste out you need a toothpick oh because the stuff that gets stuck in your teeth is going to come back to no. in about five minutes that was bad oh okay mine was delicious yeah i know <laughs> i had that the last time <laughs> all right news story number two you've probably heard about this one too because i believe I can't remember if it was posted in our group. I know Sophie sent me the link to this. Okay. It is the Possessed Nun. I don't know if you I know about know this. I don't know if I've heard this one. In the early hours of August 11th, 1676, Sister Maria Crocifisa della Concision. Oh, sure, her. Yep. Of the Monastery of Palma di Montcario awoke covered in ink and holding a letter, claiming she had been possessed by Satan to write the letter. Actually, this is sounding familiar yeah. now. Okay. The message was written in an archaic language, and attempts to decode the messages over the centuries were unsuccessful. In the 1960s, the monastery even offered a month-long vacation to anyone who could decipher the message. Wow. This year, 2017, scientists at the Ludum Science Museum in Sicily finally solved the mystery using intelligence-grade code-breaking software that they found on the dark web to oh. solve the mystery. Wow. Yeah. So it's good for something. The, <laughs> the dark, dark web. web. Yeah. Like, I really want to have a, a episode about the dark web we next about season, it. so that I can actually have a reason to go on there and poke around, Ugh. and hopefully not end up tortured in a room somewhere. Yeah, red room. Uh, the message hasn't been fully decoded, but what has been decoded is a message stating that humans invented God and Jesus, and it describes God and Jesus as dead weights. It goes on to say that God thinks He can free mortals. The system works for no one, and perhaps now Styx is certain. Styx refers to either the mythological river separating the world of the living from the world of the dead or the band that did come sail away. <laughs> I'm guessing it's the river. I'm going with the band. Never mind. Uh, it's unknown if the nun was truly possessed by Satan. Uh, Sister Maria was known to scream and faint at the altar and frequently warned others that the devil was trying to get her to serve evil rather than good. Wow. Uh, some people believe that she was schizophrenic or suffered from bipolar disorder and that the stress of life in the monastery was very strong and was getting to her. Is life in the monastery stressful? Apparently. <laughs> okay. Apparently. But yeah, this code has been that, that she woke up with this letter in her hand. This has been unsolved since 1676 and it was finally decoded this year. Wow. Uh, they're still working on... It sounds demonic. I mean, the, the a demon or the devil would want you to think God and Jesus were just a made-up thing. And yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But that was actually kind of a big story this year. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. I remember yeah. seeing that in several places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go to Sicil- Sicily to decode some I'd, pasta. I'm, I'm on the fence about possession. I still don't know... I what... don't know if I believe in it either, but the idea of it scares me enough that... 
I don't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I know we've Movies talked about, about this. about possession really scare me big time. We've talked about this in the past. Yeah. I don't think I can be possessed because of the way my brain. Right. Yeah, I know, agree. Clamps no, I agree. down on anything. I don't. I think you're the same way. I don't think yeah. you could be possessed either. No, I think you put up some here. kind of fight. Totally. But you know, I've heard recordings of people that are possessed supposedly, and and all that. I that don't, one. Yeah. EVP. I, that you found online during an investigation where that woman's laugh turns into this deep. Oh, it's it gives me the chills every time. We'll have to yeah, play that, it. Yeah, that was one that I could not listen to after the sun went down because it would seriously freak me out. I don't, I can't swear that it's legit. But it's terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah. Well, maybe it doesn't we'll, sound made up. The people around her, the way they're reacting. Are freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, where she starts laughing and all of a sudden in the oh, middle of the I'm laugh, her the laugh chills. changes to getting a, the chills. Like it sounds like a male voice. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we, we want to have an EVP episode. Yeah, we're going to do an EVP episode next season, so we'll probably play that. Like I said, I can't validate that it actually happened, mm-hmm. but it sounds pretty legit. We also need to corral some of the audio that we've taken here and finally deem you know evp yeah. or not and then we'll play those next season we got a couple possible evps yeah, last time so. we investigated we mm-hmm. have we had a lot of weird noises that night that mm-hmm. like responded to say could you make a noise and yeah. then we would hear something like, like a, a second noise. later yeah not like the building settling kind of noise mm-hmm. like a strange noise so that is story number two the possessed nuns code okay story number three jelly bean oh, jelly bean time that one was horrible Okay, I'm, I'm taking this dark purpley looking one. No oh boy. <laughs> Is this like poop or? It's going to either be chocolate pudding or canned oh. dog food. Oh, come on, chocolate pudding. Ready? Yep. I got canned dog food. I got chocolate pudding. Ooh, nope, it's delicious. I don't mind the canned dog food. <laughs> it's a jelly bean that tastes like meat. Have you ever seen The Road? No. I actually want to see it. It's a good movie. There's a scene where people fight viciously over a can of dog food because it's like the only food they can find. Okay, that one was actually kind of good. Mine was delicious. Yeah, it's a vaguely meat-flavored jelly bean. (laughs) It's sort of like beef jerky. It's better than that rotten (laughs) egg one. Oh, Oh, that rotten egg one was pretty disgusting. Story number three is Sonic Weapons. Oh, I know you know this. This was the Cuba stuff. Oh, Okay. Uh, in September of 2017, the U.S. Department of State recalled non-emergency personnel and families home from the embassy in Havana, Cuba, citing injuries and illness among American and Canadian officials. Okay, I actually don't know this. This was really Was recent. I like under a rock? Yeah, this happened yeah. two months ago. Of the 21 medically confirmed victims, some have permanent hearing loss or <gasps> concussions, while others suffered nausea, headaches, and ear ringing. Some are struggling with concentration or the inability to recall common words. Some victims felt vibrations or heard loud sounds that were strangely audible in only certain parts of rooms, leading investigators to consider a potential sonic attack. That's crazy. Yeah. Some diplomats heard a definitely loud sound similar to the buzzing created by insects or metal scraping across a floor. Others heard nothing but later developed symptoms. So far, the Cuban government has strongly denied any awareness of a sonic weapon and has actively assisted American investigators. Wow. 
How did I not hear about this? Yeah, it was, <laughs> was actually it on kind the of, news. Yeah, it was actually it was on the news a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> the two options would be an infrasonic device, which operates below the audible frequency humans hear, or an ultrasonic device, which works above the range that humans can hear. So, who do they suspect did this? This is Cuba. Yeah, it's Cuba. Uh, the debate about which brand of an audible noise would be used generally boils down to this. Infrasonic waves capable of affecting humans covertly would need to be extremely close to the victim or unrealistically large, and they would not be able to produce a targeted attack, instead affecting a larger and more indiscriminate area. Ultrasonic waves could be targeted, focused, and beamed from further away, but are unlikely to cause a bulk of the symptoms ascribed to them, and unless the device was physically touching the victim. So it has to be the first one. No, because the first one, it says it couldn't do it <laughs> either. It. Well, then what the hell was Their theory it? is that possibly somebody developed a kind of surveillance gun that is supposed to pick up somebody's conversation. And Possibly in a room, but that something something happened with that and ended up causing so, these things to happen. So were they all in the same room? I'm not sure. No, I building? think it was all throughout, all throughout there. A building or like a whole area? I'm not sure. I, mm. I mean, but if That's if, if some of these if some of this was like focused on a certain part of the room where they would hear it. I mean, I know some of this stuff exists. They had that. It sounds so science fiction. You know, some uh, that show that was on with the whaling. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but there was a show on where it had like the anti-whalers fighting the people doing the whaling. Like, I I don't like, think I like dreamt the people this. like trying to spear whales. Yeah. Oh. And it had it. It was about the people that were fighting that, and one of the things that they would use to. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They would use these acoustic weapons on the ship that they could point at the other ship and it would mess them up so that they would end up leaving. Mm -hmm. So these things do exist, Mm, but not to this point that it could make you forget words. Well, and cause permanent hearing damage, especially when it it sounds like that the people just felt like a vibration or something. Yeah. You would expect a really loud noise to cause hearing damage, yep. not a vibration. Yeah. And this story kind of scared the crap out of me because this well, stuff, yeah, because this stuff like freaks me out. That's really freaky. Yeah. North Korea gets a hold of something yeah, like that. Uh, We're all screwed. Yeah. So they still don't know exactly <laughs> what happened. Uh, you know, they were thinking possibly these people were drugged somehow, but that also doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really account for the symptoms no. they have. So they don't know what it was, and they, right now their best guess is that it was some kind of sonic attack. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's creepy stuff. That's really... That's terrifying. Okay. Next next one? Jelly okay. bean. I'm going for a white one. This okay. is either coconut or spoiled milk. Oh, God. Please let I'm due this for be a good coconut. one. Oh, I got milk. I'm not sure yet. I think I got coconut. <laughs> I got coconut. <laughs> I got spoiled milk. It takes a minute for it to like set Mmm. Mmm. Okay, the spoiled milk isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not as bad as rotten egg. No, it is nowhere as bad as, as rotten <laughs> egg. But you know when you have milk in the fridge that is starting to kind of go and yeah. you're like, eh, you know I might smell? as well drink it. Mm. Oh, I won't drink milk. That is even questionable. Yeah, that's exactly what this tastes like. This the weird like... thing about the rotten egg one is it doesn't taste like a rotten egg smells. A rotten egg smells like sulfur. Yeah. That didn't taste like sulfur. 
spoiled milk one was surprisingly okay. Okay. It does taste like milk that is starting to. It's not as good as the coconut. Oh, it made <laughs> it made my breath smell really bad. Whew. You might have to air this microphone out. But yeah, that is that is milk that is you should consider dumping down the drain instead okay. of drinking. Oh, that is like I got three. I've been pretty lucky so far. I got three clunkers in a row. I only got one. Oh bad my god! One. Yeah, now it's bad. <clears throat> and I drank okay. all of my juice, so. Oh boy. <laughs> There's water. Oh, okay, vinegar. Story number four are the released JFK documents. Mm, yes, interesting. Know, yeah, we got to do an episode about JFK. Yeah. I still really don't know. I flip-flop about what I think with the JFK stuff. Mm-hmm. I need to know more about it. Of course, we don't find out really anything much in these new released documents. Uh, one thing that was interesting was that one of the documents revealed that less than 30 minutes before Kennedy was shot... A reporter at the Cambridge News in Eastern England received an anonymous tip saying that something really big was soon going to happen in the United States. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Because if Oswald did it by himself. How did this person know? Yeah. You know, was this just some <laughs> crank taking a guess that something big right. was going to happen? It was just random. Knew that that parade was happening that yeah. day. Um, I thought I had read that. Right after it happened, the police, maybe I think it was the police, they were 100% determined to make everyone believe that it was, like they were putting it out there, it was Lee Harvey Oswald, I thought. Like they immediately were trying to convince everybody and saying like, this is who it is. This is our number one suspect. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, I don't... I've I've seen the documentaries about everything. I know quite a bit about the case, but I don't know... I you know I lean towards that it was just Lee Harvey Oswald that there wasn't a conspiracy. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I I find conspiracy theories really fascinating, but I don't necessarily really know a whole them. lot about them yeah. actually. So I don't if I yeah. But if 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 this was a legit tip that something big was going to happen, that mm-hmm. shows that there was some kind Someone of knew foreknowledge. Something. Yeah. Uh, another one that was interesting was. A memo from former FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover that quoted a source within the USSR saying that the Soviets were completely shocked by the news of his death and that it sparked great shock and consternation and church bells were told in the memory of President Kennedy. Really? Yeah, there was was always... uh, uh, I'm super fascinated with with U.S.-Russian stuff. That's always been like a big... You know, like the Cold War spying yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, you've talked and, about that. You know, I've always kind of just... Uh, so many people think that the Russians had something to do with his assassination, and it didn't. Really? No, I've always seen... I've never heard that. I've always <laughs> seen our relationship with Russia as like a frenemies kind of thing. Wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald associated with the Russians? They wanted nothing to do with him. Uh, really? it, in that memo, it said that they wanted nothing to do with him because he... Was I thought obviously that was evidence, somebody, though. Wasn't his wife from Russia or yeah, something Yeah, but that like doesn't that? mean... Oh, okay. No, there, there were things in this memo saying that they wanted nothing to do with him because he was completely... He would turn on any... He would turn on his country. He would mm-hmm. turn on anybody. They wanted nothing to do with him. They they completely denied any involvement with him. Okay. And I totally believe that. Yeah. That, and yeah, they were... I, I think especially at that time, the, the Kennedy years, I think that we had like a frenemies relationship with Russia where we you know, we're kind of buddies with them. Hmm. I mean, not buddies with them, but I think, <laughs> I think that, I think that the, that it was blown. It Out was made to sound more than it was. Yeah. yeah. I think we had a very, 
like amicable amicable yeah, relationship with him yeah i was listening to a podcast not that's that's how i knew about his wife it jogged my memory i started listening to a podcast that was all about lee harvey oswald like the years leading up to yeah. the kennedy assassination but i think i lost track of it because i started listening to a bunch of other stuff but it was really good i wish i could remember See, the i always that. get that confused with the stephen king book or <laughs> the the assassination one. Oh, the 11 yeah that's a yeah, really good it was a really good book i listened to that one on audio i didn't read it but yeah it was a good I'm, I'm, I'm that's one of those that i'm hesitant to rent it i'm not a big james franco fan and he's the main character yeah. in the movie. Yeah. But that was a really good book. Uh, another thing that came up in the JFK mm-hmm. documents was that there was actually a proposal to create something called Operation Bounty to assassinate prominent Cuban communists, suggesting up to $20,000 to kill communist informers, up to $100,000 for Cuban government officials, and two cents for the death of Fidel Castro. Two cents. Yeah, which I don't know if that's... Uh, cocky is that is that being cocky? That I think it's being insulting. It is being insulting. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> it is. is it's being insulting. Yeah, you're only worth two cents to us. But I thought that was really fascinating yeah. too. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's number four. The I think that they're currently looking at releasing more. But well, isn't Trump? Trump is the yeah. one who said he wants to release these yeah. documents. So, but uh, we won't discuss. Who knows him. what his motivation is? Yeah, but uh, so more stuff's gonna come out. But I don't. If there, if it was some kind of conspiracy and there's documents about it. They're not ever going to come out. They were probably destroyed years ago. I Why mean, would they hold on never, to that? Yeah, there's never going to be any smoking gun in this, no, in this thing. Not. But I it, the stuff that is in these documents is fascinating, I yeah, think. Very cool. Well, Story number five, Jelly Bean. So what is this, potentially? <laughs> the pink speckly one is either going to be Tootie Fruity or Stinky Socks. <laughs> stinky Socks? <laughs> stinky Socks. Okay, here we go. I got tutti frutti. Looks to me like you got stinky. No, I think I got tutti frutti. I got tutti. I got tutti frutti. Yep. We both got the same one. (laughs) We both got a good one. Guess what that means? The ones that are left are stinky socks. Yes. That's actually pretty good. This is tutti frutti. It is tutti frutti. Okay. You're there. You really like chewing on stinky socks. (laughs) My dog takes after me. Maybe this is stinky socks. It's it's like I can't really. It's got a weird taste to it. It has a weird taste to it, but not like a bad taste. But it doesn't taste 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 like Tutti Frutti. (laughs) It's got a fruity taste, but not, it might be like a ripe, a ripe sock kind (laughs) of taste. (laughs) We'll know, we'll we'll know when we taste that other one, if we get to it. I don't know, it's got a weird aftertaste. It's got a very weird aftertaste. I'm not (laughs) a fan of it. It might be stinky socks. Uh, what does that say about us oh uh, it's definitely yeah. tutti frutti that's i don't like that aftertaste no story number five is the pyramid chamber i'm sure you've probably heard this one uh this year scientists and archaeologists have found a hidden chamber in the great pyramid of yeah. giza okay i did hear about this yes and what was interesting is that they used particles called muons which come from cosmic rays striking atoms in the upper atmosphere muons muons i like it okay once the particles fall and pass through different materials, they lose energy, causing them to slow and decay. By using detectors, scientists can count the number of muons passing through the pyramid. Muons are partially absorbed by stone, so any large holes in the pyramid would result in more muons than expected landing on the detectors, creating a kind of picture that, mm. that shows if there's any chambers there. Okay. And they found one. They found a, a pretty big one. Researchers believe the newly discovered space 
has similar dimensions to the Pyramid's Grand Gallery, which measures almost 164 feet long and 26 feet high. So where is it? It's above the Queen's Chamber. Okay. Like directly above the Queen's Chamber. They're not sure if it's simply a structural feature designed to relieve weight on the gallery or whether it serves some kind of other purpose. So they can't see if anything's inside of it? For what they know, there's no door to the chamber. There's no way in, which is kind of leading people to believe that it might be some, like they said, some kind of structural feature that they need in order for the pyramid to to stand. Hmm. Uh, I've never been a big pyramid guy, but I know a lot of our listeners are really fascinated by the the Egypt stuff and the pyramid stuff. So it's really interesting. They're, they're talking about possibly drilling a hole and sending a little camera in there to see. That'd be cool. Yeah, to see if there's, I mean, if there's stuff in there, that would be awesome. Yeah. So, but as of right now, they don't know what's in there, but they found this big chamber. I think that's what's fascinating about the pyramids. There's nothing like, well, I'm sure there are definitely like mystical theories about them and their placement and all that stuff i I don't know if i get into that at all i just think it's so cool because they're so old yeah and it's a glimpse into a time that is just like beyond my comprehension of how long ago and there's always the how did they build them yeah there's that whole thing yeah (laughs) Yeah, we might have to do an episode on the pyramids yeah number six Uh, already already okay i'm gonna try one of these weird pukey green ones i think this is (laughs) i think this I think this is either going to be Juicy Pear or Booger. Oh, God. What does a booger take? Okay. <laughs> I got pear. Mine's obviously pear. Oh, pear. Mm, it's good. It is really good. Oh, it's really good. Oh, thank God I got pear. How do you know what a booger tastes like? I don't like? know. If they tasted like this, <laughs> I'd be eating them all the time. Yeah, this tastes like a really... That is a good... That's like a really fresh, that like... That is a really good jelly Pear bean. flavor. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. I was pleasantly surprised yeah, on that That's two one. in a row. We both got the good ones. All right. Okay. We're on a roll. We'll leave the bad ones for the uh, paranormal palaver guys. <laughs> <laughs> They'll eat them. That was a that was good delicious. jelly bean. Okay. Yeah. Story number six is the new species of orangutan. I did not hear about yeah, this either. Sophie actually told me. I've been living a, under a rock. Sophie told me about this. Okay. A new species of great ape has been discovered, according to scientists studying a small population of orangutans in northern Sumatra. See, this is why I think Bigfoot could exist. Go That's on. we're going to get into. Exactly. Okay. The new species has been dubbed the Tapanuli orangutan. Fewer than 800 individuals are thought to exist across a 1,000-kilometer area, so they're already a threatened species. Okay. Already, and they were just discovered. Yeah. Dr. Marina Davila-Ross... From the University of Portsmouth said, is it Portsmouth? Portsmouth. Portsmouth. University of Portsmouth. 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 <laughs> University of Could Portsmouth. Could be, I don't know. I was surprised about the extent to which the Tapanuli orangutans differed genetically, morphologically, as well as behaviorally from the Sumatran and Bornean orangutans. Which must be their closest relatives. Yeah. Okay. They display their own distinct call and have distinctly different fur patterns. This is interesting because a legendary cryptid is also said to lurk in the Sumatran jungle called the Orang Pendic. It's a miniature Bigfoot. This humanoid creature is bipedal, ape-like, and covered with thick red fur. It only stands four feet tall, but is an incredibly powerful ape and is said to have the strength to tear trees straight out of the ground. (laughs) Wow. But the fact that they're finding these new species Species. shows that there could be... Like this cryptid that people say they see could easily be another species mm-hmm. you know but it, as far as bigfoot i don't know 
but it shows that to these me, new that's species. That's a logical explanation for Bigfoot, though. Yeah, these new species are being <clears throat> found. Right. So it, it does show that there is a possibility that some of these cryptids from other countries and stuff could very well exist. So as a, a sort of related, but it's a bit of an aside, we've talked about Josh Gates and Expedition Unknown and yes. Destination Truth. Did you see what I posted on Facebook? I was watching an episode of Expedition Unknown, and he totally, he, he and his team, they look into stuff like this. He was in um, Greece, I think, and he was at a place where they, he was tasting old like cheese, special cheese. And it's a show where they give you little bubbles of information. Mm-hmm. And it said that the oldest cheese, I think, in the world is, is a 40-year-old cheddar in Oconto, Wisconsin, which is where I'm from, which totally blew my mind because Oconto is like this place nobody's ever yep. heard of. It's yeah. like a small little town. I grew up outside of Oconto, but that's where I went to high school. That just blew my mind. <laughs> I'm like, there's 40-year-old cheese in my hometown. <laughs> they only said that's the oldest cheese because they haven't looked in my refrigerator. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, really I saw, I saw you posted that on Facebook. So, anyway. I've never actually been there. No? No. You're not missing anything. No. Come to Pensaki, though. That's where I'm from. How far away is that? It's about 30 miles north of Green Bay. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. No. We'll probably geocache there someday. Yeah, you totally probably have. Or near there. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's interesting that these new species are being found. Yeah, totally. I don't... You you know, we've talked about this. I'm on the fence with Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. But there is a chance that it's possibly a species that... There's only a couple left. I just think there are so many really credible people who have seen something they can't explain, like park rangers, people like that, who have encountered a Bigfoot-type creature that they can't explain. And it's so hard to discount that. I I, I guess I'm just a skeptic. I mean, I just... You're somebody... You're like me, though. You need to see it. I'm fascinated by the psychology behind it. Like, these people that, that... spend their life savings on stuff to go out and try to find this creature or the fact that you know that like it's not just bigfoot it could be any of these paranormal things but is is there a drive that people have a need to believe that these things that that people need these mysteries in their life that they need these unknown things why do we do this podcast yeah (laughs) yeah i mean is is that something that drives humans that they want there to be a mystery. They don't want to believe that there's nothing out yeah. there that that's worth thinking about. Like so did this. you listen to the last episode of Paranormal Forever? Yeah. Cause we totally talked about just that Yeah, about reality. And Jeff is always like, what's the point of even trying to find, if we're in a computer simulation, what's the point of trying to get out? And Joe and I are like, because you know, there's something else out there and yeah. that's what drives you. It's the same with the paranormal, once you have a little glimpse of something yeah. you can't explain, yeah. you have to find more and keep searching. No, but, but I'm saying for things like Bigfoot, is it is it a is it a is it a psychological thing that we have to have things like the paranormal or Bigfoot for us to believe in? Maybe because we need a mystery that we, yeah, maybe. we need some sort of. That we, this can't be all there is. We need something. Yeah. 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 I think so. So I'm just like fascinated by the psychology of that kind of stuff. I get it. Uh, I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot though, but maybe we'll do an episode. I don't know if I do either, but I feel like there's enough um, encounters out there that it's really hard to just say, no, it doesn't exist. Totally agree. Story number seven. This one isn't, this one isn't bad. It's either going to be lime or lawn clippings. And I've already said, I like the lawn clippings one. 
Ready? Kurt's hoping for lawn clippings. I got lawn clippings. It tastes like grass. Mine always takes me a sec. Oh, yeah, I got lawn clippings. It's, it's not good. bad. It's no. I, I, you know, like it's, I don't remember if I said that on the podcast or if I said That's it to delicious. you. Delicious. Yeah, that the this <laughs> and the shampoo one I really like. <laughs> shampoo. The shampoo one I actually really liked, but mm. the lawn clipping ones it tastes like kind of like parsley, like you're eating. It's delicious. Yeah, it's actually really it's refreshing. good. Yeah. Hmm. So that's, that's not, a bad not one exactly at all. a clunker. That one's no. actually pretty good. Hmm. That's delicious. It tastes like you're, it does. They did a good job because it tastes like you're chewing on a piece of grass. Mm-hmm. That is seriously what it tastes like. But it's good. It's very good. Hmm. Okay. So good. Take that, Jelly Belly people. Yeah. In you your face. You need to work on your stuff. <laughs> uh, story number seven is Proxima Centauri. And this uh-huh. kind of blew me away because I did not know this. Okay. Uh, Last year, that would be 2016, the hunt heated up when astronomers announced the discovery of an Earth-sized planet in the habitable zone of our nearest stellar neighbor, Proxima Centauri. And I always thought our nearest star was Alpha Centauri. Okay. Or Centauri, however you pronounce it. I always, I would have bet all the money I have that that is our nearest star. And it's not. Proxima Centauri is our nearest star. Okay. Did not know that. Maybe Mandela effect? I don't know. Could be. Uh, Proxima Centauri is just 4.33 light years away. So what uh, can you define a light year? I always a I light year is that. the the um, the distance that light would travel in a year. And so light, how fast is that? Uh, light travels. Hang on. Good thing we got the internet here. Mm-hmm. I want to say 186,000 miles a second. But that's I'm not, fast. I'm not exactly sure. That's real fast. So it would only take like a millisecond to get there. Speed of light. <laughs> if you could travel by the speed of light. So what is that? And like, that's what my question is. What? How long would it take us to get there as humans yep. in like, <coughs> you know, a space shuttle? The speed of light in a vacuum is 186,282 miles per second. That's pretty quick. Yeah. But then when that is 4.33 light years away, that's a long ways away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's right that's the question would that take us like 20 years to get there or what would it be you know it would take a hell of a long time (laughs) really yeah well that's coming here too okay uh so yeah it was 2016 when they discovered that the proxima centauri star had a planet around it okay now this year scientists using the atacama large millimeter array radio telescope in chile examined the light coming from proxima centauri and found that a ring of dust encircles the star one to four times the distance Earth is from the sun. This debris field from the formation of the system strongly hints that it actually has a complex planetary system. So it's not just one planet. It sounds like it has a solar system okay. like we do. That's interesting. That's Yeah, that's really interesting. I did not know that. And they they said originally they thought that there could be water on that... Proxima B is the planet that they originally found that circles that star, that they thought it was where it was, water could actually exist there. Okay. But they later determined that it's not likely that life exists mm. there. But now that there's these other planets, they're kind of wondering what's going on. Uh, Proxima Centauri is one of three stars that hope to be examined by Project Breakthrough Starshot, a project sponsored by Russian billionaire physicist Yuri Milner, Focusing on the development of a swarm of nano spacecraft guided by lasers. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is very... Uh, New to you. <laughs> yeah, science fiction-y. But yeah, they want to do that. They want to create these nano spacecraft and send them to that system to photograph things and to get data. That'd be awesome. That would be, but I... I is that? I don't, Are we going to be alive to see no, the results? No, I, I doubt it. If it's four point thirty three light years away, you know, I don't know how fast, fast nano spacecraft. I think nano spacecraft just sounds cool as it is. Sure does. Teeny tiny, little tiny little things. Teeny tiny spacecraft guided by lasers. That's adorable. So, <laughs> but I just thought that was really cool. That, yeah, that, that is, is actually cool. a, a, a planetary system, a solar yeah. system there. That that is something that absolutely fascinates me is just space in the universe. Oh, me too. And I, wa- what I, I is think out we there. mentioned that I want next season. I want to have a a show on space and the possibility of aliens coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is just mind boggling. Yeah, space is one of those things it. that Ugh. it's actually a little scary. It is. Too. It's one of those things I was thinking about the other day. I was listening to. I think it was a pod, I think it was a Sofa King podcast where they were talking about space. That it's easy to get overwhelmed by the thought of it. Yeah that it's, it's just infinite <laughs> yeah it's just not infinite infinity yep. is a, a, a concept that we as humans struggle with yeah. because everything has a start and a finish i mean it's a given that there's life out there somewhere else whether or not they could get to us right i doubt but it's just when you when you sit and think about oh. it you know if there's if you go out and look at the stars one night and just think about what's out there that's just what you can see yeah yeah and what you are seeing is so far away yeah. or yeah it's, it's been gone for yeah how many millions of years or whatever yeah it's but crazy. it's just the space stuff is fascinating yeah, to me it but really it's also is. kind of overwhelming and it totally it is. really makes you makes feel you, small yeah it makes you f- realize what your place is in this mm-hmm. universe and it's and also how amazing it is yeah but the, the thought of traveling in space i don't these people that go it's up terrifying. there i give them all the credit in the world because it I can scares never do it. The shit out I don't of even me. like flying. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. leaving no, our stratosphere. Up, no, like these first people that went into space. I mean, that's just. There was a vid. Oh, I just hiccuped. <laughs> Did it taste good at least? No. <laughs> there was a video. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. A guy went up in some kind of. I don't know what he was in, but he parachuted from yeah, space. Yeah, he did like the and highest. That was the most the highest... terrifying thing I've ever yes. watched in my life. Yeah. Yep. It was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Nope. Yeah, the thought of being in space is just, I, no, I don't want to. No. I don't want to. Have you seen the movie Gravity? Yes. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. I loved that it, but it's terrifying. Movie. Yeah, it's yes. a really good movie. Okay. Story number eight. Okay. Okay, do the orangey the thing. The orangey ones. Is, is there another orangey one that has I the... there's only four of them, so... Yep, okay. So what are the possibilities? The possibilities are caramel corn or <gasps> moldy cheese. Oh, I want, well, I might like moldy cheese. I'm a huge fan of like blue cheese. Mm. It doesn't taste like blue cheese. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had the moldy cheese. Okay. I got caramel corn. Mine tastes like peach. <laughs> it's clearly peach. <laughs> <laughs> is there a peach one? Mine is peach. It is peach. <laughs> that is, uh, it shows them. They're lighter than it shows on your, it was either. <laughs> It, we got lucky because it was either going to be peach or vomit. <laughs> I've had the vomit one. Does it taste like vomit? It tastes like you just burped. Oh, <laughs> Something okay. came up with it. A verb. Uh, yeah, it tasted like a verb. <laughs> okay. A burp that came with a prize. Ooh, I... <laughs> but no, the peach is good. No, the peach is delicious. I think these must be. Be thankful the you didn't get. Corn. Be thankful you didn't get the barf because the barf is pretty bad. Okay. 
well, it's coming. So one of us is getting it eventually. Actually, both of us are getting it next time. Story number eight is Twitter ghosts. Mm, that guy. Yep. We finally have a follow-up on him? Uh, not. Uh, it's still going on. Oh. Uh, New Yorker Adam Ellis believes that a terrifying childlike en- entity named Dear David has crossed from his nightmares into the real world. Dear David? Dear David. Okay. That's what, I, that's what it said. It's like the beginning of a letter. He has been documenting his sightings on Twitter since August, recounting a number of strange occurrences that have happened over the course of a few weeks. We've talked about this in other yeah. in other episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, videos of cats staring at the door at midnight, unmarked calls. Uh, he shared a video of a chair in his apartment, apparently moving on his own, uh, moving on that. its own. I didn't see that. I've seen the I, pictures I haven't really of the hallway, like through the peephole or whatever. Yeah, uh, he was apparently he was in Japan. He was taking a trip Japan to Japan, and he spotted a statue in a park that looked strikingly similar to this dear David, this child with this dented head that he has been seeing in his nightmares okay. and apparently now seeing in his apartment. I saw he posted some pictures. And apparently in where? Italy? Japan. Japan. <laughs> I wasn't even uh, After a couple weeks of silence, Adam shared a new update saying that a hearse had appeared inside an abandoned warehouse in his neighborhood. Uh, later wait, on, what, Adam... Wait, 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 wait. How... <laughs> A hearse? A hearse. A hearse appeared. In an abandoned warehouse in his neighborhood. And he just happened to be in this abandoned warehouse to see the hearse appear? It it just showed up. It didn't like appear in front of him. It showed up. He has a picture of it. that It just showed up. And he has no idea why like it's that's there. Completely random and unrelated and to what's later going on, on. Later on, Adam was in his kitchen when he noticed a shape staring at him from outside his window. He took a photo and swears someone was out there. Okay. Uh, and this all leads to the question, is this... Legitimate, legit, or is, he or, just or is the it a story? It? Yeah. Uh, one of the writers from the online site The All emailed him asking him if it was legit, and Adam wrote back, "Quote: It's all real. I obviously try to narrate it in a way that's readable and interesting for my followers, but it's all real stuff that's happening. If it was fake, I'd probably update more than once a week. LOL. Uh-huh. Hmm. So I don't know." Hmm. Uh, I haven't really been following it that much anymore, so I'm no. curious to see some of these photos. But going on, uh, also in August of this year, someone named Manuel Bartual, or Bartual went on vacation. He had 16,000 Twitter followers. By the time the vacation was over, he had half a million followers due to the ongoing story he told about a strange man who was waiting for him in his hotel room or about how one day he went out to his balcony, looked down, and saw a man that looked exactly identical to him standing there and staring up at him. Oh, that's creepy. After hooking literally thousands of readers, Manuel finally tweeted, it was all made up. Oh. He went on to say... And then he lost all of them. <laughs> probably. <laughs> he went on, and I like the stuff he said. He went on to say, I think if Orson Welles had told his version of the War of the Worlds this year instead of 1938, he would have used Twitter instead of the radio. Right. I felt that telling it over a week in small chunks would allow me to add a crescendo of suspense day after day. Or in a podcast. Yeah. He would have done it in a podcast. As an article written in the New Statesman on October 24th of this year asks, when people become so invested in an online ghost story, with some of those people even having anxiety attacks, another question emerges. Are these stories ethical? Right. Uh, He went on to say, my goal was to have a good time telling a story in a different format and in a different medium from the ones I regularly use. 
I discovered that many people activated the notifications of my Twitter account, which made them receive every new tweet on their phone as if it was a WhatsApp message or something like that, as if the story was telling them directly and as if I were a real-life friend. The worst thing that can happen when a person realizes this, that it's fake, is that maybe he should not believe all the information that comes to him, or at least without questioning or checking the sources. It encourages you to develop more critical thinking. Hmm. So I'm kind of fascinated by this i think if you're like us you're immediately skeptical and suspicious of someone but there are a lot of this this article had links to people's twitter accounts that said that they were having anxiety attacks about the story and this also the article also kind of went from this into the slender man uh the the case in wisconsin where the two girls stabbed their friend to appease the slender man Mm mm-hmm you know, and that 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 comes to this is are these kind of stories ethical? Right. You know, if the person said off the bat that this is fake, nobody would follow him. You know, nobody right. would, nobody would. I mean, they might follow him, but nobody would. They probably wouldn't get anywhere near the number of followers that he right. got. I mean, I can see how. You know, you hear a story like this. I didn't only heard a couple of details, and if you're someone who has anxiety to begin with, yeah, you start worrying. Could something like this happen to me? Yeah. And then you start. He had a list of the, the, they showed a list of these people on Twitter that said, I can't even concentrate on anything right now because I'm so worried about this guy's well-being and stuff like that. (laughs) Not that that was a manual. That That was people talking about the, uh, the, the, the dear David thing with Adam where people are so invested in this and yeah, he swears that it's real or he said that it's real. But then I, I read it that they, somebody else asked him if, and he said he didn't want to comment on it at that time. So I don't know if this is going <laughs> to end up being real, a story. If it's real, you say yes. Yeah. yeah. So is this going to end up just being a fake story mm. too? But th- these are starting to pop up. I mean, this isn't a new thing. There was a... Well, there's Reddit. I mean... Yeah. But there was... Uh, this was back in, I want to say 2005 or 2006, a blog showed up online called uh, The Indian Lake Project. Oh, I think you I think I sent this. you a link yeah. to that where this guy started this blog saying that his uncle had died and his uncle gave him a metal box that he had. And uh, when this guy broke the lock and opened the box, it had a bunch of water damaged, like Polaroid photos, like weird Polaroid photos. And a lot of these photos showed what seemed to be numbered children with numbers, almost like stranger things where children were numbered and it showed like scientists doing experiments to them. And like every week, every couple of days or every week, he would update that he would go out into this woods and he would take pictures of these strange buildings that he, that like remains of strange buildings. And it went into this story about that they were testing things on children. Hmm. And all of a sudden, like around 2013, it, it stopped. But it went from like 2005 to 2013. Wow. And nobody really knows what, what it was. Happened? People think it was just, uh, somebody experimenting with a different type of storytelling that's a really long elaborate story though yeah so i mean these maybe he died it's possible (laughs) these (laughs) these twitter stories could just be like that a a different kind of storytelling but Mm -hmm. you know they're getting so much publicity and stuff and now more people are going to do it and then that's gonna that's gonna blur the line between real paranormal Mm -hmm. things and a different means of storytelling yeah i think if you're level-headed like us 
you just approach everything with a healthy dose of skepticism. I think you're more level-headed than I am. I think <laughs> I buy into things too quickly. Maybe. I think you're more skeptical than I yeah, am. Yeah, I definitely am. Yeah, you're like the scully to my mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, story number nine. Oh boy. Okay. So this one, I think these are like the peach. No, the, um, what was it that we thought we were getting, but we got peach instead? Yeah, the moldy Caramel cheese or caramel popcorn. popcorn. I think it's these like more opaque ones. So these we, four. We could try it. It's either going to be caramel corn and moldy cheese or strawberry banana smoothie and dead fish. Oh, oh. dead fish. So we'll see. Here we go. Oh, mine was good. I think that's strawberry banana smoothie. I got dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine is oh really my God, good. This is terrible. <laughs> Mine is really good. Oh, that was horrible. What does That's it taste horrible. Like, like it fish, taste? like dead fish. What does dead fish taste like? Like disgusting fish. If you've ever... <laughs> oh, that's horrible. If you've ever smelled like a rotten, dying fish... Yeah. That's what it tastes like. On the beaches in Manitowoc. That's the worst thing I've ever tasted. Oh, rotten egg is pleasurable compared to dead fish. <laughs> so you got a winner? Ugh. Strawberry no, banana smoothie. Strawberry know. banana smoothie was good. I'm sure it was. Story number nine is antimatter. Oh, antimatter. Uh, antimatter focuses. This this stuff focuses on the idea that all particles have their antimatter twin with the same quantum numbers, only they carry the opposite charge and spin. As a whole bunch of gobbledygook. Okay. Uh, like matter and antimatter cannot coexist. Ex- coexist. Okay. Uh, they're like two. They're like, like two magnets. Yeah. Those, but the same yep. end of the magnet. Yeah. Okay. Protons have antiprotons. Electrons have positrons. Neutrinos have antineutrinos. When an, when antimatter meets matter, they instantly annihilate each other and turn into energy. Is that like a black hole? Not really. Okay. But the the, the thing is that well we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, what, what was really interesting when I was studying this is that bananas actually produce antimatter. What? Yeah. Bananas. Yep. That's bananas. Yep. Bananas contain a small amount of potassium forty, a natural occurring isotope of potassium. As potassium forty decays, it occasionally spits out a positron in the process that is quickly annihilated. What? I did not know that. That's wild. Yeah. What, Science, love it. Uh, what's weird is that scientists don't really know how we are able to exist. Uh, physicists create magnetic vacuum traps that can quarantine antiprotons from touching matter, allowing scientists to actually study these antiprotons. Uh, and now we get into CERN. Oh, Good old CERN that we sure. have talked about. Sure, sure, sure. The people behind the Hadron Collider. Yes. Okay. In an attempt to measure one of the quantum states of particles, physicists of CERN's baryon antibaryon symmetry experiment, or BASE, located near Geneva, Switzerland, this year made the most precise measurements of the antiproton's magnetic moment. In a study published in the journal Nature on October 18th, Researchers used a combination of two cryogenically cooled traps that held antiprotons in place for a record-breaking 405 days. In that time, they were able to apply another magnetic field to the antimatter, forcing quantum jumps in the particle's spin. 
By doing this, they could measure the magnetic moments to an astonishing accuracy that, had, that hadn't even been dreamed of. Wow. Researchers were sure that the study would show where the asymmetry is. And what the asymmetry is about is that when the Big Bang happened, if there would have been an equal amount of antimatter, an equal amount of matter, we, we wouldn't exist. We wouldn't exist. It shouldn't... It, there, it, it would have instantly just annihilated and collapsed. Wow. So scientists don't understand How where... How exist. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know that so I they, do. <laughs> they, they did this experiment with this crazy accuracy, and the end results showed identical symmetry. Hmm. Uh, Christian Samora, author of the CERN study, said... All of our observations find a complete symmetry between matter and antimatter, which is why the universe simply should not exist. And a symmetry must exist somewhere, but we cannot find it. Hmm. Uh, as far as physicists can tell, in the end, there was one extra matter particle for every one billion matter-antimatter pairs, which allow us to exist. So that's crazy that they can't find. It's almost like a miracle. It is almost like a miracle. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking today. That I, I think the fact that we breathe and that our bodies just yep. know what to do, yep. that's like a miracle. I but mean, no it doesn't make No matter what scientists do, they cannot figure out why we don't just instantly collapse and annihilate. Hmm. That there is this one in one billion particle that allows matter, that, that sways it towards matter as opposed to antimatter. And and when they did this test, they were sure that this was going to show where that asymmetry is, where yeah. that dividing line is that allows that one matter in a billion to exist, and they can't find it. So I just thought that was super well, interesting. Well, that's mind-boggling. Yeah. That's almost as mind-boggling as space. Yes. And they're kind of related, so. It is. Wow. And lastly, story number 10, another jelly bean. Let's just try the pink one. I don't know. Let's just try the pink one. Okay, ready? Yep. Moldy cheese. And I like it. Because it's totally blue cheese. It tastes like blue cheese to me. Mine mm. was... I had, mm. car, I had caramel corn. That's delicious. Is it really? I love blue cheese. It's like the greatest thing in it the world. It tastes like blue cheese. It totally tastes like blue cheese. Caramel corn is good. Mm. Delicious. Okay, hang on. I am going to do these three because I got to get the dead fish. Oh, God. Okay. You've been warned. If you said that was the worst one. Absolutely the worst one. It's horrifying. I am trying for the dead fish. Okay. Nope. Nope. You'd know by now. No, that it's one like was good. Sl- it's like a punch in the mouth with a dead fish. It can't be that one. It has to be these two. Okay. Try number two. No? Nope. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, my God. It takes a second oh to my hit God. you. Isn't that horrifying? <laughs> oh, my God. That it's is bad. so disgusting. That, uh, I had to swallow it without chewing the rest of it because it was oh, so disgusting. It, is what, it tastes like disgusting, is, rotten, dead that fish. It smells like the beach in Manitowoc in oh, August. Man. Oh, my God. That is... Ugh. Yeah. It doesn't get worse than that. Oh. I'd rather taste vomit than that. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. 
Wow. The things we do for our listeners. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is not leaving my mouth either. <laughs> no, it lingers. Oh, it lingers. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. That'd be a great gag gift. Uh, I think I'm going to gag. <laughs> that is really bad. It's horrible. Okay. Number 10 is Tom DeLong. Do you who? have any idea who that is? Tom DeLong. One Sounds of the like members of joke. Blink-182. Well, he's really into yes. UFOs, yep. right? Okay. Yeah. Actually, uh, Corey will love this, my brother, because him and I are big well, isn't fans. Wasn't it just the paranormal in general, or is it UFOs specifically? UFOs okay. specifically. Uh, okay. Corey and I are big fans of the band Angels and Airwaves that he started after he left Blink-182. Okay. Uh, the first three albums were so good. I okay. love Angels and Airwaves, but he's mostly known as being one of the guys in Blink-182. Yeah. But yeah, he was in the news a lot this year. Uh, Tom DeLong said everything started when he received a mysterious email asking him to meet government officials next to the Pentagon on a certain day and time. What? Yep. I didn't hear this. He said he went there and he was given information regarding alien life and technology. Why? Because he's been fascinated by this all his but life. But why he, would they pick Blink-182 him? actually has a song called Aliens Exist that he okay. wrote. It's a really good song. Okay. But he's been into this this whole time, and they apparently brought him on board with all this stuff. He was given information regarding alien life and technology. He went on to say the craft that crashed at Roswell was German, but it had hallmarks and technology based on alien technology. Okay. He said the government put out a story saying that it was an alien spacecraft and a story saying that it was a weather balloon to confuse the issue because it wanted people to be confused and unsure what it actually was. Mm -hmm. He claims that the government came across an alien life form during the Cold War. So yeah, he's been he's been into this for years. I just don't know if I buy this. Why would the government be like, hey, that guy from Blink-182? Well, uh, that's what people theorize. People theorize secrets. that it could be a disinformation thing. Yeah. But maybe. he's been into this for a long time. Yeah, uh, I, I know I've heard that. Yeah. But... Uh, and he started an appeal for funding his new public benefit corporation named To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science. And this is on their website. He said... To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science has mobilized a team of the most experienced, connected, and passionately curious minds from the U.S. intelligence community, including the CIA and Department of Defense, and they've been operating under the shadows of top secrecy for decades. We strive to be a powerful vehicle for change by creating a consortium among science, aerospace, and entertainment that will work collectively to allow gifted researchers the freedom to explore exotic science and technologies with the infrastructure and resources to rapidly transition them to products that can change the world. Wow. So he is he's like crowdfunding this that he wants to get this going. He said his company will study consciousness, brain computer interfaces and telepathy. We have a concept for an international point-to-point -point transportation craft that will erase the current travel limits of distance and time. It mimics the capabilities observed in unidentified aerial phenomenon by employing a drive system that alters the space-time metric. Okay, these are crazy yeah, claims Yeah, so he's, he's got making. these plans. They got these plans to, to create ships that, that he can got from supposedly the government? warp time 
and he's crowdfunding. He wants these. And he got these plans from the government. Who I don't know if he got these from the government, from these people he's that are actually in this corporation with him that are former CIA, former Department of Defense. So, yeah, this was actually kind of a big thing. He kept teasing that there was going to be a major announcement this year, and wow. everybody's waiting, everybody's waiting, and that was what what this is, is that he's crowdfunding what, yeah. that, that he's they, they have plans for, the, for this drive system that somehow alters the space-time fabric that allows for, for ships to, to, to do that. I want to cry bullshit, but it's kind of exciting <laughs> if, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a wait and see. I'm just going to wait and see. Yeah, but I, that was kind of a big thing this year was that was that him him wow. doing this. But I don't know how good the crowdfunding is going. So is this like crowdfunding? Is that like GoFundMe yeah, or... Yeah. Okay. yeah, but it sounds... I mean, this sounds like this is a sincere thing that... And if he could do this, that would be amazing. That if he well, could sure. get, get... You know, if they're, especially if they're studying the stuff like telepathy, you know, yeah. brain-computer interfaces, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was actually kind of big news this year yeah i, I didn't hear this but mm-hmm. okay and who would have thought one of the guys in blink 182 was gonna be <laughs> kind of spearheading this but <laughs> right but yeah well i'm just gonna wait and see what happens yeah that's pretty cool so yeah those were the 10 stories that i picked i and think they were good all kind of fascinating stuff yeah, totally stuff uh, i knew stuff i didn't know yeah it's good yeah so that's right. that it's yeah. been a crazy year these were some of the cool news stories you know uh, the first one was probably the best Oh yeah, the debut of the strange <laughs> sessions. Yeah, yeah, that was that was not fake news. No, that actually that happened. Yeah, uh, got the attention of millions, <laughs> or at least like two dozen, at least two dozen at people. At least two dozen people. I think we have more than that following us on Facebook. So that's yeah. Good. I, I we want to kind of perfect what we're doing for the next season. So mm-hmm. again, if there's anything you guys can think of that you want us to do differently, that you want us to stop doing, that you would like us to start doing. <laughs> Yeah. You know, don't We're say you want open. us to stop doing the podcast because yeah. that probably not going to happen. We're just going to ignore that. Yeah. Oh, that dead fish jelly bean. I can't. It's, it's disgusting. It is god awful. It's disgusting. They should not be allowed to make stuff no. like that. No. Oh. Uh, but yeah, if there's anything you guys want us to do, want us to try, want us to stop, let us know. Suggestions are Suggestions, always Suggestions, topics. Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming up with a list of topics for next season. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes we're going to do next season because when did we Play start? By ear. When did we start? It was like summer? Yeah. I want to say it was like early summer mm-hmm. that we started this. So if we have a full year, you know, this year, this season we did 15 episodes. Maybe next season we'll do 25, 30. Yeah. And that'll be a season. So this was kind of getting our... Feet wet. Getting our feet wet, figuring out yeah. what we like, what we don't like, figuring out what you guys like, what you guys don't like. Yeah. Uh, again, I want to kind of put this podcast out to the Facebook group podcast we listen to to get people to listen to it and give us criticism. Uh, I know. I'm just scared. Just don't tell them about I the still Murray episode. I still haven't iTunes rating. I'm I don't know after. how. <laughs> I, I know how, but I don't want to after the... We'll just do it. No, because people probably... I'll have Joe look. Yeah, have Joe look and have him break it gently. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sensitive. I don't want to... We've never even looked at Paranormal Palaver on iTunes, so... I don't know. But yeah, we want to get better at what we're doing. So give us any feedback. Any feedback would help with next season. And... Uh, Again, we want your stories for our season finale. Yes, I'm going to be hitting some of you up uh, to the people that sent us ones. Uh, Sophie, Sarah... You Brittany guys, shared something yes, Brittany, on Paranormal Palaver. Thank you guys that, so much. Yeah. We're, we're going to be reading those next time. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. I'm uh, Depending on how much we get, I might add a couple 
okay. stories because I got some inner. I have at least two interesting dream ones. I think Ooh. I've yeah. I don't that you've know if, not told me about. I I think I've told you about what? them. Okay. Yeah. One of them is real specific, so that one's kind of crazy. But I okay. I might actually bring that up next time. Save it for the finale. Save it for the finale. Cool. Uh, so we'll get, I'll get to you guys. I'll hit you up for stuff. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. Yeah. We, you guys don't have to listen to us. <laughs> we love that you choose to we do that. We love that you choose to listen to us. And a lot of people seem to really like what we do. Yeah. So this one was kind of a different kind of episode where we didn't really have a topic. We just picked... Stories. Stories. And ate really disgusting jelly beans. Oh my God. Yes. Uh I kind of wanted to try the moldy cheese one. I loved it, but I love blue <laughs> cheese. It's like my favorite cheese. So I like Swiss. Swiss is good. I too. love Swiss cheese. Oh, no, I'm hungry for cheese. <laughs> uh, so. There's a moldy cheese one in there somewhere. So we will be back in two weeks with our season finale. So get your stories to us. Give us any feedback you would yeah. like. And again, thank you guys for listening. It means the world to us. Comment, subscribe, rate. All of those things are really helpful. All for that us. good stuff. And then yeah. if you find any weird drinks or snacks or just something you want us to try on air next season, let us know. We'd We're like game. to do that. No, no more dead fish jelly beans, please. <laughs> no, that was horrible. So, we did that to ourselves. Yeah, just <laughs> bad. Yeah. So, until next time, stay, stay strange. strange. This has been an Old School Media production, executive produced by Kirk Konechny. For more information and content, please visit strangesessions.com.